securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Welcome to Financial Straight Talk with Jim Fox of Wadadley Financial Group. Jim has been helping the hardworking people of the Space Coast manage and understand their money for 25 years. We want to make sure that we have money in the right places that are working as hard for you as you did for it. To reach Jim today, call 321-414-PLAN. Now's the time to sit down and build a plan. It's time to think differently. It's time for Financial Straight Talk with Jim Fox. And I'm Jerry Payne on this week's show. Well, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Who knows where this will go? It is Christmas season, the holiday season. Merry Christmas to you and yours and happy holidays. Of course, we are always joined by the father of financial dragons, the chief engineer of the wheelbarrow of wisdom and the financial straight talker himself, the president and founder of Wadadley Financial Group, Jim Fox. How you doing, sir? I am doing great. Jerry, there's some holiday that's happening. What is that? What exactly? Don't blink you with me. You know how I am about this. It is Christmas time, buddy. (laughs) Woo! And we are also joined by the man, the myth, the legend, bringing some of that mortar round heat, Brett Barney, our (laughs) editor, producer, uh, just extraordinary radio uh, personality and technician. You might have you know, known him from working with Nancy Grace, the likes of her, and several other news personalities. Brett, how are you, bud? Happy Honda Days, boys. Happy <laughs> Honda Days. I told my wife I'm going to church this year for Christmas, and everybody, I'm going to see how many Happy Honda Days I can slip into everybody at Mass. <laughs> it's my goal. I'll set the over-under at nine and a half before somebody notices. Well, I think... I'm going to give real Happy Honda Days, Happy Honda Days, you know, Happy we, Honda Days. I grew up Southern Baptist, so I'm not familiar with how it goes in uh, Catholic Mass, but I would think that it's pretty traditional and you might get a little pushback. No, 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 no. It is. You start by greeting your neighbors, everyone around you. Happy Honda Days, but it's usually Merry Christmas and hugs mm. with people you don't know. But I think COVID really changed that. <laughs> so people are going to get Happy Honda Days. <laughs> Maybe some fist bumps. Oh, Happy Honda Days. All right, so Jim, what are we doing oh. here, pal? How you feeling? What's going on? Happy, uh, how did the 50th birthday celebration go for so, starters? So I survived. I am now officially Able to go to Home Goods and TJ Maxx and get a discount, which is very cool. <laughs> you get your AARP um, card I, yet? I got to find that day. There's a certain day. I remember a few years ago, a lady was like, hey, are you over 50? I'm like, no. She goes, oh, if you were, if you came back on whatever day, this would be 10% off. She's like, and we'll hold it for you. And the whole back like wall was filled with stuff that people was holding for their discount, right? Mm-hmm. But um, So there's some good times. But well, we went through Axes, so Ooh, nice. that was unique. So we went over to Stumpy's over in Cocoa, and that was a really fun experience. I have come to the realization that I should always carry a gun, never an axe, because <laughs> we are no good. But Hunter somehow came out of left field and he is like freaking bullseye with an axe. So for he's some a natural. Reason. You named him Will. You chose that. Uh, Very <laughs> good job. Crazy. <laughs> Went to the in-laws, celebrated, you know, our birthday dinner at the in-laws. And we also gave them their Christmas present. And, you know, some people are going to relate to this, right? I spent two hours setting up a new TV because I could, <laughs> they couldn't understand how it works. <laughs> and I was trying to explain, this is great. Well, I don't know how to do this. Well, it's simple. You want to watch Netflix? Push the Netflix button. That's how simple it is. <laughs> and then finally, we were able to go and do our own little, you know, get together at home, which was really nice. So I had a three-day birthday weekend, if you can believe that. You're Lots like one of, of these fun. millennials with their birthday month. 
Oh my God. I we have a friend and she wakes up every October first and she sings happy birthday to herself and she does that the entire month of October. <laughs> I, more I, I, power to her husband. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, hard to be mad at her about that for being in a good mood. You know, and I, I will say you got off a little bit easy. The voice that you hear in the beginning of the show is Mike Macho, a tremendous uh voice artist, but uh he had an idea. He was going to send you fifty pairs of readers. But uh, we thought of it a little bit too late. So you got off easy on that well, one. Also, I spent enough money with Filatowski. I don't need readers anymore. <laughs> so that, uh, we, and that happened at what, 47? So, but I still find them, by the way. So anyone that is going through that conversion in life, and you guys laugh because you will be there soon, though, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to realize, I, I can't really see those little words as clearly anymore. Next thing you know, mm. you're going to have 80 readers hidden around the house, <laughs> and I still find them to this day. So, yeah. Well, Jim, you know, this is a financial show, and um, if anybody needs help this weekend, I mean, it is getting to the end of the year. You're going to take some time off. The team is still available. They're in town. Uh, it's 321 Seven five two six. Give Pam a call today if you even just want to share some, you know, Christmas spirits, some Christmas stories, how you celebrate the holidays. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to go ahead and book an appointment for 2023 and get off to a good foot on the beginning of the year, Pam can set that appointment for you today. Absolutely. Again, 321-414-7526. That's 321-414-PLAN. And you can always find Jim online at yourwfg.com. Jim, we said we weren't going to do any finance news, but, you know, we all got a little bit of a gift. And I think that it feels good. The um, inflation number came out and it's a little bit lower than they expected. So, you know, that all that means really, I guess, is prices aren't going up as fast as they were. Is this reason to uh, feel good about things? I remember us saying, we're not going to do this, but now, see, so you got me wired. I'm all jacked. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm all calm, and in about four minutes, I'm going to be all crazy yelling in the mic, so I'm going to try and control this. Yes, the inflation numbers as a core level came down. That's basically going to be fuel, right? Basically, mm -hmm. that's fuel, and fuel will kind of run through a cyclical motion. It's going to be high. It's going to be low. It's going to be high. So We just happen to be on the other side of that kind of cycle right now. Food prices went up a half a percent. Some items went up even more. Jerry is an example. You know, we love to do these events. And unfortunately, we weren't able to do our Christmas event this year because of some licensing issues. Mm. So instead, we kind of reverted back to what we used to do, which was buy pies. So, you know, we had the what was the inflation? The song. Um, come on. Help me out, inflation Jerry. Song. The, the, no, the song that we did the other day where every year inflation. we come up. With, 12 days of Christmas. Oh, 12 days of Christmas. Yes. <laughs> I was All right. off. So the 12. <laughs> It's like Frosty the Snowman. Inflation, inflation, what's no. your number? <laughs> but when we did that show, we saw how much things were going up. Well, for me, I was taking a look at pies, okay, because I buy a lot of pies, and we deliver them to all of our clients when we're not able to do a big Christmas event, right? Mm -hmm. So I haven't done one since 2019. I have not delivered pies since 2019. So we went out and ordered pies. Now, we ordered a few more than we used to order, but the price – Double, Jerry. Ooh. So everything costs more. Yes, I'm glad it's less to drive to the grocery store. But once you get there, you're going to pay, in some cases, 20, 30, 40 percent more. So inflation is going down. We understand it has to work its way down. Let's hope that it stays there. Let's hope that we don't see it rear its head in, in Q1 of, of next year like I expect it to. I mean, there's a lot of issues going on, but we are still, I can't say this enough, we are still over five times what we need to be at. 
Again, we're over five times what we need to be at. Is the markets going to all of a sudden rectify themselves and everything's going to be great next year? Well, it kind of depends on what the economist says and on what side of the fence they sit on, right? right? That's yeah. really what we're seeing now. So instead of going down this inflationary thing, because we're doing a Christmas show here. Okay. Instead of getting all worked up over that stuff, I need each and every person to understand a very basic, simple concept. First and foremost, there's not any one thing that you can do today that is going to make ripple effects in your retirement planning or your retirement scenario for the rest of your life. It's lots of little decisions that lead to some kind of resolution for you, right? So it's it's just not one thing. There is no magic no wand. Bullet. Correct. But the one thing that you can do is not try and plan with this, you know, idea that the markets are always going to suck or the markets are always going to be great. You've got to have a well-balanced, diversified plan when you're going into retirement or planning for retirement. In our office, we use the bucket strategy. It's very simple. We don't have a lot of time to go into it because we want to have fun stuff here, but it's really simple. Some of your money sits over there in one bucket, and that's in case the markets go down. You can live your life and enjoy yourself. The other bucket on the other side is the market bucket. It's going to go up and it's going to go down. It's going to go up and it's going to go down. When we hope 5, 10, 15 years from now, there's way more money in that bucket than where we started, right? But we have one simple rule in that market bucket. If the markets are down, we can't be pulling money out to live on. That's why we have the other bucket. That strategy mathematically has been proven time and time again to give people the confidence to work their way through retirement. Why? Because they're not always trying to play catch up because they're pulling money when markets are down. It's a simple concept. It's easy. It's easy for everyone to follow. You can draw it on a napkin and that's what we want to do for you. We want to put that plan, this simplistic, easy Sesame Street economic plan in front of you so you can enjoy retirement instead of, oh my God, the markets went, oh my God, look how much money we have. Oh my God, the markets went down. Oh my. That is the emotional roller coaster we're trying to avoid and that's what we do every day. And if you want that plan, if you want that to happen for you, all you gotta do is call Pam at 321-414-7526. Again, that's 321-414-PLAN. Why do we put plan in that name? Because we believe plan is something that everybody needs. Most people go through life hoping things work for them. Most people go through life wishing things will work for them. Most people go through life hoping that their 401k is gonna do what it needs to do. Let's forget about all the hoping, wishing, praying, all the other stuff. And instead, let's build a plan that'll allow you to navigate the waters of retirement no matter which direction the market's going. Jim, what we can say today is that our listeners can give themselves the gift of increased confidence in retirement by getting oh a complete my, oh my retirement God. plan. Brett, it's like he's a radio guy. Listen to him. <laughs> I think he's done this once or twice Once before. or twice. Well... 321-414-7526. Pam is standing by. She can set that appointment for you, or you can find Jim online anytime at yourwfg.com. All right, Brett, I understand that you have prepared uh, some Christmas cheer for us, and I have no idea what you've got. Oh, I don't know how cheerful you guys are about to be. Oh, boy. This might be embarrassing. <laughs> okay. It, no, it will be. I at warned that point. you. I warned the both of you. Okay, well, lay it on me. We're doing Christmas trivia. So I thought about Jim first off. And Jim is the world traveler that we all know. Mm -hmm. If you don't oh, follow Lord. his Facebook, you should. Fox is on the go. Absolutely. You will see the destinations he has been to. So with that thought, I went to look around the world to figure out how people say Merry Christmas. Okay. Oh. 
And then I figured out that I can't pronounce 100% of these <laughs> different sayings. Okay. But if you type them into the Googleator, oh, there are little videos that will pronounce all these words for you. Is this like the AI where it figures out the pronunciation? No, it, yes, but it shows the movement of your lips, too, is what he's talking about, right? Is that what you're talking about, Brett? Yes. It shows like you, oh, you can actually creepy. see the lips moving to help you pronounce things properly. I mean, Jerry, let's get real. We're a redneck from Florida and Alabama, bro. We are not the pronunciating or pr- see pronunciating. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yep. Pronouncing yep. things right you is not right something you and I is on the right syllable. That's it. Syllables. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to start this off. We got three different rounds, technically two rounds of trivia. And I'm going to hit you guys with some different ways to say Merry Christmas from around the world. So I'm going to play the audio and then I want you guys to guess which oh. language or country we are currently in oh, for boy. Christmas. Okay. Are you guys ready? Jim? Yes. I'm ready. Right, I'm ready. Let's rock and roll with mm. some Merry Christmas. Go you. Go you. Me? Excuse me? It's, it's Would you call two, me? It's the two of you guys, so you can work together Go on you. this. Do All we. right, so... So think, we're Jim? obviously heading towards Far East, like definitely. Yeah. So Indonesia, Vietnam, Cambodia... I, China seems too obvious. I don't think Brett would type in China. Like, I just don't believe that for a second. So there's that. But then we have the problem of religion, right? So mm. as we think through this, right, like how many people, if you're in a land that's all, you know, most people are Buddhist, how often do you hear Merry Christmas? Sure. I'm going with obscure. I'm going with either Vietnam or Cambodia. That's where I'm going. What I'm, about you? I'm going to go a different direction, South Korea. You guys are not, not very close at all. Here, I'll even give you sound effects. Oh, nice. Thank you very much. We're doing Swedish. If only our editor would have brought in a buzzer. <laughs> Swedish, Danish, Norwegian. That would be. Oh, no Goo-yoo. way. Goo-yoo. Really? Really? Huh. Yeah. So when I, I thought there would be more consonants in that. When we went region. to Sweden, everything had eight million letters in it. That's lots the reason K's, why. Lots of yeah, V's. S's and V's and Z's. Yes. Mm. Goo you. Okay. All right. See, and the good thing about doing all of this is the copy and paste function because a lot of these letters are not even on my keyboard. <laughs> that was that was a tough part. <laughs> all right. Ready for number two? We're zero for one. All right. Lay it on us. Joyeux Noël. Joyeux Noël. That sounds French to me. French or Italian? Joyeux Noël. Joyeux Noël. This is probably going to be like a French country that was originated by <laughs> the French colonialists. Or there, here's my Alabama coming out again. I don't even know how to say that. Jim, what do you think? You know, so we we spent some time in Italy and we bought a Christmas ornament. Right? We bought a bunch of Christmas ornaments, but one of them says something Noel on it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's why. I want to lean towards, you know, Italy, right? Italian. But I'm with you. I've got that J, that that beginning to it, right? So I'm going to go with you. I'm going with French. Something tells me we're about to get 0-2. Is that right? <laughs> that is right. Oh, awesome. yes. Okay. That, that was the right sound effect, I guess. Okay, nice. Like, ding, ding, okay, a little air horn. Yes. one of those. Nice. <laughs> All right, <laughs> hey. Good job, we are, we are very high budget here on WMMB. That's right. Um, <laughs> Of course, only the highest quality production for our Christmas show. (laughs) All right, one and one. Here we go. Number three. Clelios. Clelios. What? Oh, what? Like, that is. I don't even know how to make that noise. Clelios. See, that's what I would have guessed, like, Sweden or Norway or something. Jim? Yeah, I agree. That has that whole. 
like Norwegian type got, of. There's got to be some umlauts in that word somewhere. Um, and it seems way too nice to be German, right? Because the, <laughs> yeah. all the German stuff seems so mad about everything. Very good um, point. Oof. Okay, so we've already got the Baltic kind of states for the most part. Can so I hear got it again? Kind of... Here it is. Klerliosh. 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 If you guys saw the spelling, you would be like, wow, we're not even saying this. It's like G-L-E-O with a line on top, I-L-E-G space. J O with a line over it. L. German. I'm I, I, with the spelling. I'm going with German. That's say, where I'm going to go. I'm going to say Norway. Icelandic. Oh, we were Iceland. close. So, Icelandic. I was closer than you, Jim. So you know we should do a travel Four show. I'd be, way, I'd be way better at this. <laughs> By the way, if you go to Iceland, don't eat their national delicacy, that rotten fish stuff, because it will <laughs> it will ruin. I mean, it's great for like a bunch of guys to hang out and torture each other with. But and uh, for those that have been to Iceland. We all know the skier yogurt is, without a doubt, one of the best yogurts you'll ever have. It's even better when you mix alcohol into it because these Icelandic people, they've got it figured out. <laughs> the way you survive winter is alcohol. <laughs> so, um, so something in so, yeah. common with the island here, here. people. You know, it's there run down there, but we've got probably, I don't know. Yeah, we're, not, we're not surviving the cold. We're surviving being on the island with they, the rum. They so. drink like some kind of licorice liqueur or something up there, I imagine. I'm telling you, some of the stuff that they were drinking, and it's always weird stuff mixed together. It's not like normal like vodka and orange juice mm. vodka and cranberry juice gin and tonic it's like you know goat milk with you know <laughs> antler shavings <laughs> and you know a dirty sock with some hard liquor in it to kill all the diseases you hey know? man you and, don't get vikings <laughs> from uh easy they, it's funny i told one of the guys i was like dude how do you guys drink this he goes we're vikings man i'm like okay good <laughs> point it. Enough said. All I'm thinking is like the uh, antler in the drink instead of the little umbrella. Like that's the it, difference mm, between I like that the uh, Bro, regions. Listen, during the summer the sun stays up the whole time, which is awesome. During the winter the yeah. sun just doesn't come up, <laughs> so you got to be pretty hard. The women there would body slam all of us. Okay, they're beautiful, beautiful women, but they are not wafy thin up there let's put it that way they look like oh your truck's messed up let me help you lift it off the road and put it on the side so get you on down um, the road Brett, we got it. any more <laughs> women sponsored by metrics actually i wanted to let you guys hear this <laughs> just so that you guys know that i went for the cleanest translations this was the first translation of icelandic that i pulled oh. so you're lucky I didn't give you that one because I didn't even understand what they Is were that saying. Is really Christmas? I don't even think that's really Christmas. That doesn't count. <laughs> we got a few more here, boys. Okay. So strap in. All right. What are we? One and two. Here's our uh, number four. Four Weihnachten. Four Weihnachten. All right, I'll take German on that one. Okay, so I think that this is a curveball. I'm going to say the Netherlands. I don't even know what sound effect to make because we have the ding, 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 but we also have the... Ooh, one of us got it right. Somebody's dead on. Who took the lead? Jim. Oh. It is German. Fra Weihnachten. I like yeah, it. They, let me tell you something. They're not happy there. And then again, <laughs> you, you're, you're not, you're not going to be happy in a place that they serve you warm soft drinks. Okay? So let's just get real. The disturbing look. That, hey, man, can I have some ice for my Diet Coke? Ice? Ice? <laughs> then they bring out like one cube. I'm like, no wonder your language is so mad. You drink everything hot. I mean, soft it, American. But, but <laughs> let's give credit where credit is due. I spent 24 hours in Munich, and guess what I did for 24 hours? I ate sausage and drank beer. So there is a story to be said. We were drinking beer down in a place called Rat Cellar. That's the name of the place, Rats right? Rat Cellar. Cellar? 
Correct. And it wow. is 100% drink it and a rat will run right by you kind Yikes. of thing. And it was fantastic. Now, Why? Let's brideside the German culture, yeah. though. You've been to Helen in Georgia, and I know you enjoyed your time up there. So there is there is a way to find and appreciate the traditions. Let's just go ahead and make up some Bavarian little town in in North Georgia, and uh, where it's like, "Hey, y'all, welcome to Germany. Hello, you want some biscuits and gravy?" It's a good time, though. It It is a good time. The wild thing to me about that whole Helen Georgia thing is they have Hofbrau House, and I went to uh, Oktoberfest in Munich. To find out that Hofbrau House is the one brewery owned by the German government, so we have them set up in Helen, Georgia. Interesting. I wonder what their and, tax and, exemptions are like. No, but Brett, I got to ask you. All right, since you're a, you've been to Munich, you've actually been to you know Oktoberfest. You prefer Pilsner or Dunkel? Where do you kind of like serve like any Dunkel at all while no. I was there? Which is no, the greatest really? dog name ever, by the way. Mm. Yes. So what about outside of Oktoberfest? Do you prefer the Pilsner side or do you prefer the dark, the Dunkel? What do you think? I like the Dunkel only because at Oktoberfest I had so many of the Pilsner sides. Yeah. <laughs> so I will, for those of you that are curious what we're talking about, Dunkel's a dark beer, not not like a stout, but mm. a darker beer. You can taste the caramel. You can taste some of the other kind of flavors in it. Mm. But if you guys want, and I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, so hopefully we don't lose our um, sponsorship by Hofbras, you got to go to... <laughs> And try Varsteiner's. Okay, now, for us Americans, that looks like Warsteiner. Okay, but it's Varsteiner. And it is, if you haven't had it, Brett, this is your mission today if you choose to accept it. On your way home, go buy a Total Wine or whatever place is up in your neck of the woods and get some Varsteiner or Warsteiner for us Americans. Dunkel, I've changed your life officially if you've never had it. I'm currently going through an advent calendar that is all German <laughs> tall boys, so it might be in there. Of uh, Only I'm not you. Surprised at all. I'm not surprised. <laughs> the, one there's no bit. surprise. All right. What's next? All right. Here we go. Hey, Jola. Hey, Jola. Hey, Jola. Hey, Jola. That sounds like one of my cousins up in, a- in Appalachia. <laughs> hey, y'all. Get to say, y'all. Hapachula. You want some Hapachula with your biscuits? <laughs> Can I hear it again? Hey, Jola. I- hey, Jola. If either of you guys get this one, I'm going to be very surprised. I'm just going to think of, like, the the most, like, I don't know, Malaysia? Hey, Jola. I don't know why. I feel like this is, like, a Malta or one of those type of, like, really, like, sweet, quiet little islands where everyone's super pretty. And it's, but that's where I want to go, Malta. But then I also think to myself, I want Cambodian, one of these damn things. So I'm going to go with Cambodia only because <laughs> it sounds like something, you know, if you guys remember Full Metal Jacket, hey, love you long time, right? Well, yeah, that no, well isn't the right? language called like Tagalog or something like that? I don't know, man, but I'm going with Cambodia. So let's try it. What do we got? We got Estonian. Oh, I don't think I could even point that out on a map. I could not. Yeah. yeah Eastern it, Europe, maybe? No, it's in the Baltic Sea. It's, okay. it's right on that. So if you ask my daughter, she will tell you it's one of her favorite islands. Okay, so and your daughter have, knows geography better than I do. Thanks, pal. She's been to Estonia. I mean, that's her well, thing. Your kids are very have well-traveled. <laughs> 32 countries, man. 32 wow. countries for river. But the nice thing about it is the reason she remembers their story is, it feels like we're doing a travel show right now. But the story is, is there was this evil king, and it was like this evil king was pushed off a mountain, and then the good king is represented by like a deer. So there's like these deer statues everywhere and fawns and bucks. And so for River, it was very magical because literally at every corner were different like 
deer statues. So that's what she remembers most about. Hmm. So interesting. All right. Well, I'm I'm losing out here. I think I'm. St- am I still ahead of Jim though? Because no, we haven't gotten in very many more. I put right. you guys together on the same team. So I figure okay. if you guys one of you guys gets it right, I'll give you. I gotta both I gotta right. knock my competitive juices down. We're just we're same so you're team. You're two everybody. right, three wrong. Okay, that's where we're at right now. We got four it's left. Kind of life for us. Here here's the next one. <laughs> Number six. Croatian, maybe? Oh, that's Ooh. actually close. Okay, if that's close, that's I'm going to say Serbia, because Jim, I think, was about to say Serbia. It is Polish. Ah, We're in the right region. Yeah. I think I've got some Polish in uh, my family history. No, sto- no stories about side. Poland other than gross food. Um, that's it. <laughs> All right, Everything, moving right along. Like, gross, like, lunch meat Whatever food. happened to the Polish jokes? You know, there is no jokes because we're <laughs> not allowed right. to have fun anymore. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, stop laughing, especially you. I, 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 I see you in your car right now. You're cracking a smile. You better knock it off. You're gonna get canceled. Everyone's offended. <laughs> I'm sure we're offending somebody by saying "Merry Christmas" in the wrong languages. Well, or we neglected one language along the way. So. I thought about this. What if all of these translations were wrong? <laughs> it was just, I mean, just our, a minute ago. It'd be par for the course for the three yeah. Of on us. our show, it'd be like, yes, okay. Well, there's another box to check in that <laughs> column over there. Sweet Jesus, Jim and Jerry running a show. What's happened oh, to this man. world? I'll be surprised if you guys get this next one. Number you say seven. that on every one. No, because there's a few in here. I was like, okay, they should get, like, the German, and you got it, and the French. And then there's maybe one more that you might get. Okay. The rest I didn't think you would get. Nolig Honorich. Nolig Honorich. I heard a V, but she was pronouncing it as a W. Have I already guessed this country once? No. Nolig Honorich. I don't know. Ukraine. Think of the accent, though. Listen to the accent, boys. Nolig Honorich. Nolig Honorich. It sounds like like part of the Swiss bikini team to me, right? Like <laughs> the end of Dumb and like, Dumber. That would be a Merry yeah, Christmas, right? I'm just thinking to myself, like <laughs> it's like that little region, right? It feels like we're staying in this same little European area, but I'm gonna still go with Switzerland. I don't know but why. That was the first but... one. The first one was Swedish. Oh, oh was right. it? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Swedish, Norwegian. What about? Uh... Uh... Iceland. I'm going to say Iceland. We already did Iceland. Iceland. Wow. Greenland. You're really on a roll here. Does anybody live in Greenland? I think it's just a big block of ice, right? Yeah. Greenland's cold. Iceland's green. Figure that one out for a second. Well, that's, you know, that's like when I start telling people, oh, it sucks to live in Georgia. Don't come to Georgia. It's high taxes, high crime. Don't don't come to Georgia. (laughs) I'm thinking. So it's obviously, doesn't sound like it's coming from Asia. Oh. Go. I think it's serious. I think it's South Africa. Sure. Sounds great. It's. Irish. What? What? This is Gaelic. It's Gaelic, yes. Oh, okay. So, okay, because we suck at this, my stories are better. (laughs) Yep. So we're we're in in Ireland with the kids, right? This is our second trip to Ireland, their first. And we're driving, and this lady's driving us around because we had to go see some castle, and she took us there or whatever. And everywhere you go, it says, go mall, go mall, right? And I'm like, holy crap, what kind of mall do you guys have that the signs tell you which way to go to the mall? <laughs> and she's dying. Well, it's, you know, the old tongue for slow down, stop ahead. And if you've ever <laughs> drank with, like, Irish people in, like, not Dublin. Dublin doesn't count. But you get in these little towns like Dingle and these places like that, and you drink with them. It is 100% not English. It's not even a language that's spoken on this planet. It is from another world. <laughs> <laughs> and the fu- I think that's how everyone, they do it. 
And everyone laughs, man. My people are the Irish people, okay? Anyone that the story starts with, meet me at the pub, I am down with, okay? That is my people. So, But you know, I would have never guessed Irish. They talk with their hands a lot, too, if you know what I mean. Uh, now, I will say, this next one is one of the ones I checked off, as you guys will nail this one on the head, and it will be very quick that you get it. Okay. Listen for context clues, all right? Merry Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas, mate. <laughs> oh, wow. You're the surfer, Jim. So, obviously, <laughs> Australia, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where we go right away. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. Now, you want to tell you something funny? Meet a guy from Australia or meet a guy from New Zealand and mix the two up. And it is the most offensive thing you can do to them. And I look at him, I'm like, bro. I'm from freaking the United States, man. Do you think I'm going to get this right? Everyone sounds British to me as far as I'm concerned, you know? <laughs> well, you better not call it Aussie a Kiwi. And how do they yes. get to be known as Kiwis anyways? I, I have no Is idea. where Kiwis I, come from? They come from Publix for me, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get them from Publix. I mean, I don't know where you get them from, but Publix is where we get them from, so. All right, Brett, what else? Last one. So you guys have gotten three right. Final one. Let's see if you got it. Zemeslat. Can you say that on the air? <laughs> that sounds uh I've spelled P R I E C I G U S space Z I E M A S S V E T K U S. What? That many letters? Play it again. All right. Jim, I'd take the lead. So I want to go to some place in Asia. That's where I want to go because I just feel like Brett would not not include that. So maybe Russia? Uh, you know what? P with a Z, there's maybe. I got no idea. I have no idea. Like I know what they call Santa Claus in Russia. You know what? You go Russia because I'm gonna go to Asia somewhere. I'm just gonna pick Indonesia. That's where I'm gonna go. So Jerry, I'll let you go the other direction. Yeah, all right. I'm sticking with Russia, and I don't. From the look on Brett's face, I do not think we got this. Nope, nope, nope. Lot, <laughs> it is Latvian. Latvian. Is, I, Isn't listen, that where Doctor Doom is from? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know where Latvian <laughs> is. You know. Okay. Well, uh, so we got two out of three. <laughs> three of the nine. Three out of nine. Uh, you know. I mean, you guys, if this was baseball, tough. we'd be, you know, the MVP. There we go. I'll there say this. Go. I did lighten it up for this next round. No audio. I'm just going to read you guys some traditions from around the world, and you have to guess which country. I Jim, like this. I did expand a little bit further than pretty much Europe on this one. Okay. I figured right. if I stayed in Europe on the one, it would definitely slip you guys up. Yeah, well. You Outside know, of Australia, mate. They talk funny over there. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for the first one? We're ready. Traditions from around the world. Where does this tradition take place? Due to a combination of tiny ovens and a clever marketing campaign convincing locals that fried chicken is a traditional American yuletide feast, reservations must be made to eat at a KFC on Christmas Day. During the run-up to Christmas, Colonel Sanders statues are set up outside of KFCs in this country (laughs) wearing Santa gear, and the chicken is served in special holiday packaging. I'm going to say Japan. This sounds very Japanese to me. It, it does. It does. I will go. I'm going to go similar. I'm going to go Hong Kong because, they, they, yeah, just, same concept, right? But same regions. So, yes, I'll yeah. go Hong Kong. You guys are spot on. It is Japan. Nice. It yes. is Japan. You know, they have to be like, oh, these Americans, they yeah. like their yeah. chaos. Well, hold on. I don't, think they're, I don't think they speak French in Japan. That's every other country's <laughs> accent to me. <laughs> 
Um, you know, I would I would really enjoy that. I've always wanted to visit Japan, and maybe one year for Christmas I can go and get some KFC and see the Colonel dressed up as Santa. <laughs> I love that. All right. So one for one on these. Number two. In the week leading up to Christmas, people of this country attend a daily church service called Misa de Anguialdo, early morning mass. And it's customary to travel to church service on roller skates. The practice is so widespread that many roads are closed until 8 a.m. to provide Christmas worshipers with safe passage. What would you call it? Misa de Anguialdo? I don't know. I probably botched that one. That's where Jar Jar Binks comes from. Sure. Yeah. Jim, I don't have no clue here. People are roller skating to church. So I would have to think, since we're talking about a country's traditions, it's not going to be a really big country. Like, you can't do that in Spain. That would be the kind of lead off because of the language. So I'm going to go with something smaller. So maybe like Madeira or Malta or the Canary Islands or something like that. I'm I'm in those general areas. Hmm. So, I don't know. I'm going to take that. a wild guess and say Greece. It is Caracas, Venezuela. Oh. Oh yeah, I wouldn't even Is Venezuela I, communist? I, they don't they don't allow this. Sort they don't of allow fun and rollerblading. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess they do. Well, you figure this, they shut down the roads. Mm. So, oh, that, okay. that's in line. All right. So, celebrate. It's an order. One in one. In this country, St. Nicholas has an evil counterpart called Krampus. He's the bad cop to St. Nick's good cop, a demon-like creature with one task, to punish bad children before Christmas. Men dressed in (laughs) devil costumes roam the streets carrying chains in a basket for abducting especially bad children and hauling them to H-E double hockey sticks. So here's what I will do for you. Not only will I tell you it's Germany, I will tell you the day in which it's celebrated on, which is December 5th. And this is on my must-do list with the kids before they get too old to get out of the house because the Krampus parade is amazing. They're rolling in in Harleys, blowing fire out of these things. I mean, guys, it's listen, out there. listen, Jim hasn't got excited over anything until Krampus came on board, okay? But I will tell you. If you don't know what Krampus is, you need to go to YouTube and look at the 20, like maybe it's 2019 Krampus Parade, and it is absolutely spectacular. So Germany, final answer, Jerry, you don't even have to guess because I'm right. And okay. yes, Krampus is amazing. Yeah, it's it's very Bavarian, I believe, because it's Germany and Austria. Don't they do yeah. something funny with the shoes over there, too? Like they put their that shoes. That is St. Nicholas so, Day. I did that yeah. growing up my whole life. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. And the best way you do it is you go steal your dad's cowboy boots. Because <laughs> they're bigger, so they yeah. fill up. Yeah. Oh, okay. We always do that. I guess that's a Catholic thing. Maybe so. Who knows? Jim, do you guys do that? No, man. I grew up poor. We don't do any of that stuff. My dad would be like, you're lucky to get something, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually you would just get a candy cane. Now, where's then- my shoes? <laughs> get my boots back. Get my boots. But then as you got older, it was you got the uh, little M&M dispenser guys that you see at Kroger. I don't even know oh, if they yeah. make those anymore. We have, like, tons oh, yeah. of them at my parents' house. Yeah, I grew up in a really horrible age. I grew up with the, um, what was the little Pez dispensers? Yes. Oh, those are awesome. Those are horrible, man. You ever just take I a mean, whole pack of Pez and just open it up, don't even yep, put it in? Yeah, dump it in, it in your just, mouth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's how you actually do it. That's how an adult does it. <laughs> you guys are doing pretty well here. Two for three. Okay. Next one. Locals in this place create a character out of a log, drawing a face on it and giving it a hat. 
basically Mr. Hankey. I was going to say South Park, Colorado. Then they spend a fortnight feeding it fruits and nuts and sweets. On Christmas Eve, the entire family beats the log with sticks and <laughs> sings a traditional song that translates to, if you don't go number two, we'll beat you with a stick <laughs> until That's the log a- excretes all its treats. They also what? decorate their nativity <laughs> scenes with small ceramic figurines. Usually well-known characters often drawn from that year's news that always have their pants around their ankles. <laughs> what? What? That's, some, that's some Lord of the Fly this stuff is, right there. This is, um, call the police. I don't you know, know about this. I'm going to have to go with, because that's nutty, right? That's some nutty stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, so we've got it. And nuts. Yeah, let's go. Let, I almost feel like that's like a South Korea thing. Like just some weird, like it's out there. So I'm going to go with South Korea. That's uh, where I'm heading. Denmark. I don't know. Catalonia, Northeast Spain. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, they're beating that. up Mr. Hanky. Uh, so yeah, like, it's like a pinata, right? So I guess like there's some kind of tie in there. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Sounds pretty fun. And th- there's some of these traditions that are pretty awesome. Brett loves That's my this. favorite. Brett, this is, yeah, this is Brett's favorite one. <laughs> oh, my. Jim, you're going to nail this one on the head. No doubt in my mind. You've already mentioned it. Each Christmas, they have to tuck into Matok raw whale skin with a little blubber in Kiviak, which is made by wrapping an auk, a small Arctic bird, in seal skin, burying it for several months, and eating its decomposed flesh. Jim, take the you know, wheel. Like, you know, I've said so many weird things. Well, this is like probably where, uh, what, what, is it Norway that has the like uh, the That's the, fermented you're, you're shark the, or whatever? You're in the area. Yeah, so, we discussed so, this earlier. This country has been brought up already. Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to go with Iceland because they eat really weird, wacky, like fermented stuff. So I'm just going to go Iceland. I mean... That's my guess. Brett's trying to help me out and let me cheat, but I really die. Sweden? How did you not get that hand signal there? Greenland. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Greenland. Oh. Okay. Now, now I understand. Now understand. All right. the hand signal okay. I made to him. <laughs> Look, when the, when the Vikings name Greenland to convince people to come there pretty much tells me I don't need to go there. If it's a place filled with ice, I mean, think about it. Greenland is ice and Iceland is green. Like that is the, so I don't know about you guys, any desire to go to Greenland ever? I mean, has that ever uh, been on is that the... Like, is that one of the best places to see the Northern Lights, I think? No, I that's mean, Iceland. Oh. That's because okay. I yeah, want to go do that. All right. So, yeah, Greenland shocks me. So, But the, the food thing doesn't shock me. I guess if you live on an island that's cold like that, you're going to eat weird stuff, too. So well, That's Why about not? all there is, I guess. Final trivia question. All right. In this country, they believe that the devil and other evil spirits live in the dark, dirty corners of your home. Therefore, they spend the week before Christmas sweeping up rubbish then piling everything in a huge heap outside. Finally, an effigy of the devil is placed on top of the whole thing, and it's set on fire. It's called Lequama del Diablo, the burning of the devil. The idea is to burn all the bad away from the previous year and start a new year from out of the ashes. Okay, so this sounds very pagan to me, and I don't know where that, what country that originates in, but it, it sounds like a pagan tradition to me. What, burning the devil? I guess. You would think the opposite. Oh, is that what they're about? I go to South America immediately, right, because of the, the burning of the devil, right? And then I, I narrow it down to two places. Either it's going to be Guatemala or it is going to be like Honduras or like one of those like kind of – I don't want to say witchcrafty places because someone's going to listen and call oh, and no. yell at me for saying oh, that. No. But like those places where those practices are reading the chicken bones. Yes, exactly. So from what I know, 
Honduras, I've only been on an island and I've hung out and drank mojitos. So I don't know a whole lot about it. Never went to the mainland. But in Guatemala, I know that there's everywhere you go, there's like the devil thing and they're like, they beat it with sticks and they do all this other <laughs> stuff. So this is in line with Guatemala. So I'm going with Guatemala. Finishing strong. Ding, ding, ding. Nice. It well is Guatemala. Done. Good job by you. There we go. There we go. A little bit of that Spanish coming in to help me out for just a <laughs> yeah. second. So. so I did think about this. If we have to go around the world, we should at least finish at home with a little bit of uh, Florida Man Christmas. Yes. Okay. And I have three quick little stories oh, oh for Florida Man Christmas. One of these stories is going to be worse than anything we've heard. Yes. Port St. Lucie, Florida, 23-year-old. Oh, one hour south, baby. Let's go. 23-year-old Anthony Gallagher was arrested after trying to pay for his McDonald's drive through order with a bag of marijuana. The workers <laughs> refused the payment and called the police. You guys are going to notice a little trend possibly here. Hold on. Is this, did this happen on Christmas Day? On Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. All right. Uh, yes. All right. Only in Florida. Fair trade. Yeah. Fair trade. All right, 2019 in St. Petersburg, where 67-year-old Richard Spurrier was arrested after attempting to spread holiday cheer, or so he says, by handing out <laughs> marijuana to people passing by. <laughs> Officers found him in possession of 45 grams of the devil's lettuce. They also found a sword inside of his cane of that he was course. walking with. Of course. Oh, I mean, come Look, on. If you're going to pass out weed, you've got you, to have your sword cane. Yes, I love it. So, St. Petersburg, <laughs> you rock. 2017 in Coco. 20, oh, oh, right no, here. This is a little too close to home. 23-year-old <laughs> Michael Oles Olesic, I don't know, I'm probably watching that hello. name, <laughs> was arrested and charged with criminal mischief after he beat up a Wells Fargo ATM because he said it was giving him too much money. The punches <laughs> caused $5,000 in damages to the ATM. So, Brett, I need to tell you, from where I'm sitting right now, Coco is a solid seven-minute drive, right? So I'm there. and <laughs> Jim uses I, this ATM. I have a lot of friends and clients that happen to live in the Coco area. None of them want to own up to it, right? So everyone wants to be somewhere else. There are two areas that we joke about in this county, and it's Palm Bay, which is massively huge, right? People everywhere. And then there's Coco. And I would say, unfortunately, the weirdest and wackiest things always happen in those two cities. So Coco was also ranked the number three or four most dangerous cities to live in in the U.S. a few years ago. So we really Sheesh. know how to party here in central Florida on the Space Coast. And so nothing surprised me in Coco. But the one thing that I'm really kind of depressed about is there's no alligator stories in this. And that's what I thought we would have. I mean, someone has what's Christmas without an alligator? I mean, that's the way we grew up. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, we, you know me. I'm from Georgia. So I've you know, I don't know if I've seen an alligator in person other than the zoo. So I've got to ask. I, I know I'll go off script here for a second, but I'm curious about what is the weirdest, funniest, maybe even most embarrassing Christmas like story that you guys have growing up. Do you guys have something? Oh, I gotta like get something. Wow. I mean, obviously FCC guidelines, yeah, all the okay. other kind of blah 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 that goes with it. So we'll start with you, Brett, since you did that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm let curious. Me think on this. Okay, so every year my family does a Yankee swap, white elephant, whatever you call it, and there's always a money limit on the gifts. You know, it could be twenty, twenty five, fifty. It's whatever my my mom decide for that year. And one of the big things is many people know is scratch off lottery tickets 
Yep. So I won the scratch-off lottery ticket pack, and I remember I walked up in the kitchen. It was my cousin's gift, and I scratched off the lottery ticket, and I won $10,000. And I was <laughs> over the moon, dude. I couldn't believe it. I ran yeah, downstairs. I know this about Brett, too. Brett I is gamble a gambler. A lot. He is betting on every sports game. He loves the casinos. So I jump over the couch. Like, I mean, it was a Power Rangers move times 10 <laughs> i give my cousin this big hug i'm lifting him up i'm like thank you i'm i'm paying off my car was what i was saying i will no longer have car payments i'm so excited and then i flip the ticket over and realize it's, it's a fake lottery fake ticket. ticket yeah no, no, no. but here's where it got me really angry i start looking at the rest of the tickets he gave me he didn't even just put one fake one and a stack of real ones the whole thing was the fake. the whole stack oh, was fake this is the worst gift I've ever received because you could have given me one with the potential of winning. No, wow. not even <laughs> one chance. Mm. We did that to Michelle's grandmother. It's same thing. Well, we didn't do it to her grandmother, but we flew her in from Antigua. We had the white elephant and she ended up getting the scratch off tickets. And I'm like, oh, my God. And we did it right. Right. A big stack of real ones, fake ones stuck in the middle of it. Right. And so a good friend of mine ended up snatching it from Michelle's grandmother. And thank God, because she would have killed me legitimately. And he scratched it <laughs> off. Same thing, $10,000. Because you don't want it to be the 100000 That's fake, right? You want it. Yeah. And he is jumping up and down, and we are dying laughing. Grandma is pissed. I mean, she <laughs> wants to murder everyone in the room. And I remember I went to go high-five him. And I'm like, it's fake. And Michelle's mom goes, you're just jealous because you didn't get the money. <laughs> and and you turn the card over and it says like redeemable at your grandmother's house, you know, valid from the two fairy and Santa Claus only. Right. So it's very obvious it's fake. But we did go to a party one time and someone legit won $25,000 oh, on the scratch off. Wow. Yes. Now, the funniest part of the whole story, there's maybe 40 of us. This is back before I got into the finance world. And I can tell you by the look on the lady's face who gave them those tickets because everybody else was oh. laughing. And there was one lady. She Ooh. didn't get off her butt. She just stared forward because, you know, she <laughs> bought those tickets. Um, so anyway. So, yeah, very cool. What about yeah. you, Jerry? What okay, do you got? So, um, you know, Jim, you know, my sister's husband, John. John. Yeah. He is uh, from up north, but we still love. Him. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he's from his family comes from Pennsylvania and New York. And uh, we still love him. Great guy. Great guy. Love him to death. He's a great father, great husband. He's been very good to my family. He helps my parents. You know, when I can't come over and swing a hammer, he'll he'll jump right in. Very smart about tech. And, um, you know, he's like a really athletic nerd almost, um, but a really bright guy. He's my sister's husband. So we I got to give him like a little bit of the business. Right. So. Right. One year, I decided I was going to give him, and I can't even really remember what it was. I think it was a DVD set of a movie series that he really likes or, a, or something like that. But I decided I was going to make it difficult for him. And so I wrapped it in, you know, uh, several layers of zip ties, duct tape. I can't remember everything that I used. This is about 10 years ago and made it really difficult. It took him like half an hour to open it. And um, we all laughed. And, and, you know, John just was stoic about it and just said, okay, all right. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. And so the very next year, Christmas morning, you know, forgotten all about it. But at this point, there's one gift that is is wrapped. And I pick it up and it's, it's particularly heavy. I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. 
and I unwrap it. It's not difficult to unwrap, and I open the box, and there's just a hammer and a chisel. <laughs> and John's just staring at me, and I'm like, what was this for? He's like, you'll find out. And he still has not delivered on that. So the there is a threat looming that there's like a cement block sitting under the Christmas tree one year in the future. Because oh John, he's he's not gonna forget about this, and he's not gonna right, let me yeah. go. I mean, you got dish best served cold. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and you got to know John because the, to anybody else, that's not that funny until you think of who John is, and if you know him, you know. There's some evil, like, little gear turning, yeah. and it's turning slow. It's He's, not trying to – it's very methodical, and it might be 17 years from now. I'm saying. And, and you're sitting on your deathbed, and he walks in and goes – you, Kid, you're knocking me off in 17 yeah, years? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm working on this story. or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll give you mine. So as, right. as Jerry knows and Brett, my family, we don't really do a big Christmas dinner. We do a big Christmas breakfast. That's kind of our go-to nice. thing, and and it's and it's huge. And there's leftover biscuits and uh, sausage. I got a question and, though, like yeah, por qué no los dos? Let's do both. Uh, agreed, agreed. How but did, you know, how did you way, do that and not get any of the bilingual stuff right? Met, That's a great point because it's probably on the back of a it's on the back of a beer bottle or he met a girl one or the other. Well, oh, he met a girl. That's it. There we go. Awesome. That's exactly it. Move it along. Move it along. There we go. So every year we do breakfast, so it's not a big deal to do you know like a, a dinner thing. But we had family coming in, and it was going to be you know a big dinner that Christmas evening. So Christmas Eve, you know, mom's going through her routine and she's mad because all of her family's in Kentucky and none of her family's here and she's doing all this cooking and she's got, you know, this giant bird in the oven cooking. This is why we no longer cook turkeys in our house, by the way, Jerry. This is where the this is the origin story of ham. Okay. So my mom gets mad. My mom and dad are bickering. I personally think my mom overcooked the turkey by like four hours all right so it comes out it is like puffy and black and you know it's like like the griswold's turkey right mm -hmm. so my mom comes in at about 11 o'clock she goes well we're gonna have to do something else you got to go get a turkey because i've ruined this one so my dad at 11 o'clock at night on christmas eve is like where the hell are we gonna get a turkey from like where are we gonna find a turkey at and my mom's like i don't know but they're just gonna have to eat this nasty burnt thing and my dad said that ain't gonna work and my uncle George. My Uncle George, he had a couple, he's the one from Woodstock, guys. That's the one I spent the summers with. He stayed with us. And Uncle George goes, you know, it'd be pretty good with uh, dinner tomorrow night. And my dad goes, what? And he goes, gator. <laughs> and I look at my dad. He goes, that's a great idea. He goes, boys, get your swimming stuff on. We're going to get a gator. So this is probably 1981, 1982. So my little brother, who at the time is about seven years old in 1982, let's say. So here I am. He's seven. I'm 10. We're strapping on all of our stuff. We're getting ready to go out. Dad grabs a 22, and we head out to the St. John's River. Well, we're out there, and I don't. you guys haven't grown up around gators, but it is not hard to find gator at night in Florida, okay? It's literally <laughs> spotlight, and there's eyes everywhere. Well, Dad's looking for a very particular gator. He wants a certain size in between the eyes and so on and so on. So needless to say... They've been drinking a little bit, and they shoot this gator. Well, you guys don't realize this. When you shoot a gator, it goes down. Oh, it doesn't no. float up. I bet I so knew you had to go get it. So he looks over, and he goes, Jimmy, I'm going to send Chris. He ain't as smart as you. <laughs> <laughs> so my brother didn't even need to hear anything. My brother's in the water. Head now, first. we're talking about head first in the water, <laughs> going down to find this gator. I don't know if it sank three feet or 15 feet, right? But he's looking for this gator. 
So he comes up a few times. My dad's like, we can't be out here. We're going to get arrested. You got to hurry up, right? Because this is illegal <laughs> back then. All right. So long story short, finally, my brother comes up, throws this gator. Now, this gator is as big as my brother at 10 years old or, or seven or whatever he was, right? I mean, it's a big gator, right? Throws it in the in the, the boat. We head back. Dad puts it under the back seat of the truck in case we get pulled over so nothing would happen. <laughs> so we get home at 1 o'clock in the morning. My mom comes out. She's mad. And my brother is just as proud as can be that he got this gator, right? So my dad's like, let's take some pictures of the gator. Now now we're getting photographic evidence of our crimes, yes, right? Okay. <laughs> Always a good idea. So what does my brother do? He grabs the front of the gator. He lifts the mouth up and puts his head in it, right? Like one of those things. <laughs> so my mom's having a heart attack. And my... <laughs> My mom's like, get his head out of that gator. It's going to, my dad's like, it's shot in the head. It ain't going to do nothing to him. So my brother pulls his head out. My dad sticks his hand into the gator's mouth. And somehow that thing had just a moment of life reflex no. left in it. And it slammed down. Now, literally within 30 seconds of my brother's head coming out of this thing, it slams down on my dad's you got hand. Captain hooked. No, no. Here's what's crazy. My dad lost his pinky. When he was, I don't know, 15 or 16 years old, he had a Coke bottle blow up in his hand and it severed his pinky. So the running joke was he always, kids always counted his hands and lost that pinky, right? And <laughs> so my dad's hand is sitting there with an alligator tooth literally through his hand and he goes, we ain't ever doing no turkey no more. <laughs> next year, fault. next year it's ham. Yeah. So they pried this thing out. My dad carried that gator tooth in his pocket as a keychain for as long as I can remember. Wow. We never cooked another turkey in my house as long as we – it was only ham. Wow. And there is the origin story of why Jim doesn't <sighs> eat turkey during things, during holidays. Wow. So, okay. I mean, now tell me if that is not a true nope, redneck story you that you've ever heard. You win. Okay, so we've been around the world with Christmas uh, with Brett Barney <laughs> and Jim Fox and uh, Jerry Payne here. We're about to sign off. We're all out of time, but I um, want to wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday Season, whatever you celebrate, do it with the people you love and have a good time. Uh, Brett, thank you for putting all of this together. Had a good time? Happy Honda Days. <laughs> nice job by you. <laughs> Jim, that's all we've got. I'll give you the last word. All right, guys. Well, listen, on behalf of myself, Mr. Payne and Mr. Brett Barney, we want to wish you guys the very, very merriest of Christmas. We are honored that we got to come into your lives and share a little bit of the craziness of our lives with you, get you to see how we operate behind the scenes. And we want you to know that next year, Jerry, I'm setting the bar high next year. Oh will be our greatest year ever from Financial Straight Talk. We're going to take it to the next level. We're going to have a blast. But as always, we want you to know how much we love and appreciate each and every one of you. If there's anything we can do for you, pick up that phone and let us know. But if not, we'll see you next year. Thank you. God bless. And we'll see you next time on Financial Straight Talk. Hey everyone, this is Jim Fox with the Financial Straight Talk. We have some special guests in the studio with us today. So from my family to the entire Space Coast, I want to say Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas! And Happy New Year! <laughs> 
We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. The topics, financial strategies, and investments discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any specific investment. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less when originally invested. Neither James Fox or World Equity Group, Inc. are affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and do not provide legal or tax advice. For tax advice, consult with a qualified tax professional. For legal advice, consult with an attorney. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Wadadley Financial Group, Florida Insurance License, L093496.